0: Dineshran Naidu, Melanie Reddy Siumangal, Alan G. Bode, musician Pravesh Kelawan, attorney Sivan Samuel, Hashim Amla's father, Dr. Mohammed Amla, Professor Yusuf Karodia, the pioneer of Mancosa Business Colleges, and much closer to home, the numbers are turning into family and friends, all succumbing to complications caused by the coronavirus. It's a brand new year, 2nd of January 2021, but we are still in the throes of a pandemic. Good afternoon, I'm Salma Patel and this is Newsbreak Talk. Exactly six minutes past 12. Yes, it's a Saturday and this is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM. Quite a sobering thought there as I read out those names. And uh, those people have passed away from COVID-19 related complications in the last few weeks. We are in a brand new year, but unfortunately, those uh, rest in peace messages and funeral announcements posted on Facebook is turning Facebook into an obituary of some kind. What do you think are the challenges? challenges that we are facing as we come into the new year and uh, yeah deal with those infected and affected with COVID-19. We'll be speaking to Vilo Govender who is a qualified social worker and pre and post operative counselor who has been working with COVID-19 patients and their families. You can also be part of the talk show and I welcome your comments and uh, your phone calls as well. We'll be taking them on 0893108789 or WhatsApp and voice notes messages on 071-613-7803. Tashlin Naidu is standing by to read out your messages and, of course, your WhatsApp voice notes. Uh, He will be playing them on air as well. So that number again, 071-613-7803. Or you can call us in studio on 089-310-8789.
1: New Year, a new start. May 2021 bring
0: you happiness, new goals, aspirations, and new achievements. Happy New Year. Lotus yeah. Yeah. Share the Experience. Share the experience
1: Do not use your hands to sneeze or cough, instead use a flexed elbow. Or tissue you can throw away immediately. Help us confront COVID-19 together.
2: Every day, women and children live in fear in South Africa. I am Berita, and along with the Lovu Youth Choir, we have partnered with the SABC to bring about
0: change for good. We need to put an end to violence against women and children. Purchase and download the song "Ungandibulali," available on all digital platforms to make your contribution now a portion of the proceeds from each purchase will go towards a charitable cause fighting this crisis don't turn a blind eye sabc taking a stance on violence against women and children go to sabc.co.za for more information It's exactly uh, 10 past 12. This is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM. Good afternoon. I'm Salma Patel. We also have uh, Tashlin Naidu in studio with us. Good afternoon, Tashlin good afternoon and what will you be doing with us today
2: i'll be going through all the whatsapp messages and voice notes coming through so if you do have any experiences or know of anyone who has gone through something or you need some advice regarding the pre post or any during covid experiences tips and anything that you need to know you can get a hold of us and we will try and help you
0: Thank you very much, Tashlin. Well, let's go straight to our guest this afternoon. It's a Vilo Govinda, who is a qualified social worker and pre- and post-operative counsellor. But let me not say too much. Let's speak to Vilo herself. Good afternoon, Vilo. It's good to have you on Newsbreak Talk.
3: Good afternoon, Salma. Thank you very much for this opportunity and Happy New Year to you thank Thanks you
0: and happy new year to you as well now Velo, i know that it's been mm-hmm. difficult times we've seen the, we are seeing the numbers actually turning into names families and friends mm-hmm. and uh, yeah but but let's start off first by finding out from you uh, you know your qualifications and uh, give us a bit of your background very briefly okay
3: i'm actually a social worker i've been in the ngo sector for about 15 years and then i went into academics for about 8 years in July 2017, I was diagnosed with a brain tumour. Yes, and I was told by my surgeon that I may not even really make it to another week. So two head operations thereafter and post-surgery complications, facial nerve damages, dry eye problems, short-term memory problems, and the list goes on. So I had to deal with all this. I and mean, then in 2019, I opened up with my, I opened up my own private practice. And I specialized in pre and post-based counseling for patients undergoing surgery or being diagnosed with critical illness.
0: So, that's it, in a nutshell. (laughs) That's uh, (laughs) certainly a quite good experience because, Vilo, I understand that you also played a role as a social worker during the pandemic. Is that correct? Yes,
3: yes. Um, Well, I was actually working with patients diagnosed with COVID and also family members in how to cope and deal with uh, members of their family that were COVID-positive. So, in July 2020, Last year, oh my God, last year was two days ago, but anyway, um, a COVID home management initiative was established by our very own Dr. Kat, the weight loss guru, and she kind of spearheaded this team, which involved a collaboration of services and healthcare professionals, uh, which included medical practitioners, pathologists, physiotherapists, chiropractors, psychologists, radiographers, uh, social workers, and nurses oxygen concentration for low, I mean, the list goes on. So we had a whole group, and ultimately the team was used to manage COVID-infected patients at home due to the shortage of space in hospitals. So we found that COVID has not only affected people physically, but also mentally and emotionally. So therefore, by the use of treating them in the comfort of their home, with the support of their families, we found that to be even more comforting. Yeah, so
0: that's basically what we've been doing. Excellent, excellent. Mm. So we will be speaking to Vilo a little uh, more during the course of the program. But I want to hear what you have to say about this being affected and infected with COVID nineteen. How are you dealing with the death uh, and uh, of family and friends, and how are you coping? You know, knowing that social media is being flooded with rest in peace messages. You've got uh, messages of funerals as well. And uh, as uh, President Matamela Cyril Ramaphosa said we are not allowed to have those after tears parties so those 16 days that 40 days ceremony the memorials that were normally there you know where you get to um, uh, uh, sympathize and empathize with everyone will not be available this time around so tashlin naidu is standing by and uh, tashlin i understand that you have a message for us
2: we do have a heartfelt message coming through from nasima good morning good afternoon hi sama and the
0: news big team I want to wish you everything of the best, safety and protection for you and your families. I was totally shocked beyond words to hear the passing of my dear past colleague and friend,
3: Nesha Nayadu. It's unbelievable. I want to pass my sincere
0: condolences to his family and to every family that has lost their loved ones. We're still trying to get to grips with all the names that we're hearing that have now gone. We want to wish recovery to all our family members and loved ones that are fighting this jaded virus. And please take care, everybody. This is Naseema Mohammed. Thank you. Thank you very much there, Nasima. Do we have more messages, Tashlin?
2: we do we have this one coming through from Roshni she says some people don't take wearing a mask seriously the drivers of taxis are not wearing masks and I had to sit in the middle as a passenger next to me not wearing a mask it was very frightening well I did see a photo coming through from the Western Cape where a taxi driver was given a 1000 Rand fine for not wearing a mask while with passengers in the vehicle so you can exercise your right as a South African citizen and report the matter
0: but the thing is Roshni were you wearing a mask and were you maintaining a social distance and sanitizing as well because ultimately we are responsible for our own safety is that right Velo that uh, we also need to take precautions and take care
3: yes definitely Salma you know that is so important and we keep constantly reiterating wearing the mask social distancing stay at home but the reality is how many of us are actually doing that and but you see also together with that is a lot of fear a lot of fear has come up where people have no idea what to do What is right and what is wrong? That's the question we ask ourselves. Mm. But when it comes to the issue of death, okay, and you brought that up earlier on as well, you know, generally when somebody dies, you're supposed to be there for the family, grieve with them, take on, you know, the responsibility of caring, providing them with meals and support them. But the reality is that we cannot do that anymore. And it's really putting a lot of strain. On, the, on, on people right mm. now, not being able to have that support. So even the funeral itself, people are feeling that, you know, they're unable to give their loved ones a dignified funeral that they're unable to perform the last rites. Yes, And this is becoming very, very traumatic so, uh, for, for, for families and for friends. And, and they're battling to accept this. They really, really are battling.
0: Velo, then what kind of support can we as uh, you know, families and other yes. support structures offer? Because right now, yeah. most mm. funerals are being conducted as, uh, pardon the right term, sure. but drive-by right funerals. Sure you know yes, no one the body is the, yes. the the body is not allowed to come into the house the body yes. you're not allowed to go to the crematorium it's just immediate mm-hmm. family um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. most of the times um even when it comes to the muslim uh, uh sector yes. the, no one is allowed to go to the to the graveyard or even allowed to touch the body you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what kind of support can we offer mm-hmm. them as family members and friends yes for
3: sure you know we have to be innovative you know it's it's a hard time for every single one of us but we need to convey empathy, a telephone call, a WhatsApp call, a Zoom call, a call, whatever it is, dropping off a meal at the gate and walking away. You know, sometimes it's come to a point now where it doesn't even matter where and who it comes from. It's just about being there at that point to assist people during this grieving process. But for even those that are actually grieving, you know, just being alone in your home to be able to deal with this is really traumatizing. So they need that support of even just picking up the phone to be able to call someone at any point, any time. And sometimes, you know, people would say to you, and I get this from clients as well, I've been trying to connect with somebody, but she's so cold, she doesn't want to return my call. Understand what they're going through. They appreciate that message that's Mm. coming from you. They Mm. do, they sincerely do. Don't stop, don't give up. The moment we give up in caring, that's when we've lost everything. And
0: this
3: COVID has taught us that. That we need
0: to selflessly give. Thank you, Vilo. We will be speaking to Vilo, who is a professional, uh, qualified social worker and pre- and post-operative counsellor who has been working with COVID-19 patients and their families, those infected and affected and also those family members who have lost loved ones to COVID-19 that number you can call us or send us your messages on WhatsApp 0716137803 Tashlin we have more messages coming in
2: we do have quite a bit coming through we have one coming through from Bina she's in Johannesburg she says good afternoon good afternoon to you too Bina thanks for the beautiful topic and as the world is suffering and so many deaths in a family job losses medical aid losses is there any free counselling for these families well that is a yes you can call the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. That number is 011-234-4837. If you want to take that number down again, it's 11 344837 the South African Depression and Anxiety Group they will help you with free counselling another message coming through Roshni sent us another one she says thank you and she always uses a mask even if she goes to the tuck shop and some people are laughing at you well don't worry about those people Roshni
0: just laugh at them back
2: (laughs) and Fatima says I want to know what's going to happen to the unemployed people due to COVID some people can't go looking for a job so what's going to happen to them we do have a few more messages coming through this one coming through from Ramba Mudli in Phoenix she says it's very difficult to lead with the pain when her aunt and uncle passed away it's been 11 days now and I'm still reeling with shock well we do offer our deepest condolences and sympathies to you Ramba the only thing we can do every day is um, rest in peace in my eyes are well with the tears while I'm texting now well we are really sorry to hear about that another one coming through from Raymond Chetty says Vegetable section manager says it's not my business. Um, There's a well-known supermarket in PMB, and he's not wearing a mask. Uh, You should take that up with your local law enforcement as well, Mr. Chetty. Another message coming through, and our heartfelt condolences goes out to all those who have lost loved ones to the uh, Family of Pravesh Kellowan, the musician, I remember Pravesh surrendering us at wedi- serenading us at weddings and other functions. What a renowned musician. Gone too soon. And that message coming through from Sushila Singh, who says thank you at the end there. Mr. A.N. Govinda hey, sent us my a, a voice note. Um, let's listen to what Mr. A.N. Governor has to say. Good afternoon, Good afternoon sir. Mr. Governor.: Good day to the Newsbreak team. The pandemic is spreading
1: at an alarming rate and a number of my colleagues and friends have been laid to rest. We have no idea, neither does the government know exactly when we will be getting the vaccine, whilst a number of countries are vaccinating the citizens. Thank you.
2: And that message coming through from Mr. A. And Governor, thank you so much for that. We have one coming through from Shamila. She says, wearing a mask is vital. Rules when she gives us a list of uh, leaving home when uh, during this time. She says, be silent. Ask assistance of anyone in public to wear a mask so that no droplets are spread and disinfect your hands as well. Another one says, um, Sadak doesn't offer help. When I phoned, as having a problem. The counselor listened to me and... And they did not offer too much of help. Well, we will take that up with them, that coming through. Well,
0: Let's find out from Velo if there is uh, some sort of way that we can get counselling. Velo, those that need assistance, is there uh, assistance available? Well,
3: from a personal perspective, um, you know, as I said, we, I've been part of this COVID home management team. And where doctors or any colleagues will just refer patients to us for counselling, you know, psychologists and social workers. Now, when I mean at any time this is crisis situation we're dealing with so at eight o'clock at night you'll get a doctor saying can you deal with a patient who's having an anxiety attack I would take the call or I would call the patient uh-huh. because at that point it's about dealing it's not about setting up an appointment and looking at your schedule it's about dealing with that client at that moment and with the emotions and the anxiety that they are experiencing so we do have a, you know, a list of psychologists that are available that are on call that are willing to offer assistance and you know i'll be honest again on a personal capacity i say to patients as well very openly if you decide these are the rates you can't afford it it's one of those things please give me what you want it's become that way now it's not about the money we've moved past it and the same with the doctors as well and the medical practitioners and the nurses if you need an IV to be put on. We contact a nurse and she'll come home and do one for you.
0: Uh, you doctor- know, Vilo, I must yeah. stop you there. This is so good to hear that it's not about business anymore. It's actually no. humanity. And that's great it's it's coming from healthcare workers. Yes. It's,
3: it's, it's way beyond. You know, it's the humility and compassion that is shared by this team of doctors and nurses and sociotherapists and psychologists has been overwhelming. People are not thinking about that anymore. It's just what can we do for the day mm. to see who we can help. And it's, and, and once again, you know, we're not even thinking tomorrow, we're not even thinking next week or next year. We just want to do what we can right now. So it's about working in the present and doing the best that we can to offer our services to people. So yes, there are resources. It's about just you know linking up and going online and just finding what is it that we can now link onto to be able to get the services offered. Because David Salma, we are at the lowest point in our life right now, you know, in entire history. You probably must have heard this so many times. People think, like, you're sitting and watching a movie. Mm. And you know what? This is going to end. Where's the ending? You It's just
0: not coming. It's just not ending.
3: I want the ending. I'm looking forward. I believe in fairy tales, and I do believe in a happy ending. <laughs> and somehow or the other, you know, we just need to get this positivity in, into us as well. It's, it's very difficult. I know it's easier said than done. But when I listen, and what I do is a lot when I listen to people and what they're going through, I share with other patients, I share with families and friends. Mm. These are the stories that are happening. But we, on the other hand, we do have some amazing recoveries. We have good stories to tell. And I think that's where we're falling short in. Shorting. Okay. We're not sharing the positive stories.
0: That's it. The positive stories, those that have yes. actually recovered from yes. COVID-19. Yes. So, we, Vila, to we're work. going to come back to you in a little while, where we're going to be talking about uh, COVID-positive individuals and how we support them without compromising our own health. And also, you can give us that number where people can get uh, assistance from. Uh, 71 613 That's our WhatsApp number. Send us your good news stories. I want to know if you had COVID and you actually overcame this and you beat COVID-19, sucked it in the stomach and blew the air out of it. And uh, you managed, uh, you're on the road to recovery or you have recovered. Tell us your good news stories. We want to hear that, you know, there is a way out of COVID-19. 071-613-7803. If my friend Asma Adam is listening, please do tell us your story as well and how you managed to recover. 71 Tashlin, do we have more messages now?
2: Lots and lots of messages are coming through. Ragini says, Happy New Year. Come to Brookdale Drive and see people and not wearing masks. Mate. Are you wearing a mask, Ragini? Hopefully you are, Ragini. <laughs> Betsy says, My mummy-in-law got sick with pain in her chest. My hubby was stuck to her, uh, his wheelchair, instructed to wheel her into the COVID ward, calling the flu clinic. So twice she was admitted in that week and then she passed away that evening. Condolences to you and your family. Another one coming through from Asmi. She says, Well, done to the Lotus team for giving us moral support through this challenging times well we are of a service to you another one saying Miss for Mrs. Pelé COVID-19 is coming, becoming a very serious problem people need to obey all the rules the COVID grant is going to end this month what's going to happen to people with no income will Sasa continue with their grant another message coming through anonymously a male COVID positive living in a complex with hundreds of families around he's walking around freely And even going to the local mall in the area, will you need to contact your local law enforcement to deal with that issue.
0: But then also on the same token, Tashlin, what if the gentleman doesn't have any support structure? He's got to go and do his own shopping. uh, He's got to buy his own medication. Do
2: we think about that, really? Then I think that in that instance, there needs to be some form of non contact, a communication with yeah. maybe family, neighbours, friends to try and make a plan to assist him. Maybe you could buy groceries for him, leave it at his door. Mm. Um, washing, I think he's going to have to make a plan and do that in his house for the 10 to 14 day quarantine um, session that he has to fulfil in order to um, not be contagious after that point. But I think that if you do um, are living there, or, well, this anonymous person, try and get a hold of him through the telephone or even if you stand quite a far distance away, try and just talk to him and try and make a plan to help him and assist him. If he and doesn't wear your care, mask, wear your own mask. That is definitely, that needs to happen, yes. Mm.
0: And wear your own mask. So that's important. And uh, it's uh, difficult when people criminalize those who have COVID-19, isn't it, Velo? That, that mm. mental anguish that the patient then, who has COVID suffers. What are your, what's your experience uh, in dealing with people who have been criminalized for actually mm-hmm. coming out and saying that they have COVID-19?
3: Well, yes, that, that has occurred with lots of clients as well. The whole issue of stigmatization comes up, Selma. where, you know, it's understandable that there is confusion. You know, we already need to isolate. There is this thing called COVID, which we know very little about. But then you get the issue of stigma. Don't this person's bad? stay away. And we all know that. But it comes back to what can we do? We need to use our words correctly. We need to get the facts right. How is COVID spread? How is this virus getting to people? And if we now take the opportunity to read and to spread the correct knowledge, this will help us now in time to cope as well. Because generally stigma is generally associated with a lack of knowledge about how COVID-19 fits. So the need is to blame somebody people are being labelled, you know, generally as being bad and discriminated just because of this virus. Yes. And it's causing a lot of harm, yes. And, you know, even to go back to work, you know, I have clients where they are so afraid of being at work because already the rumours are going that she's this, she's positive, sure. watch out, stay away. Sure. Now, that alone is one thing being isolated and in lockdown and then to be COVID positive and mm. to deal with that mm. is very really traumatising. And as Tashton said as well, you know, it's so imperative for us to you know, use the resources that we can in a protective manner, okay? Mm-hmm. So wherever family and friends could offer the assistance, and yes, there are a lot of us that require that, where they could offer assistance, you know, in terms of online deliveries or dropping something off. Um, and yes, if you're positive and you need to look after yourself because you have to do your own washing, remember you're also physically ill right now mm-hmm. in the COVID state, and you still have to feed to food, you still have to wash your clothes. I encourage a lot of my patients to use disposable cutlery, cups, paper plates, whatever it takes. So take a throw into the bin. One less thing to worry about. <laughs> yes, that's true. I know. No, no. Believe me, I even do that myself. So <laughs> Would not help her. It works wonderful. So the thing is that, you know, we have to find you know, really innovative ways of coping. To the point of blaming. You know, Salma, I I keep saying, who do we ask why this has happened? Yeah. Who are we going to ask? Where are we going to get the answers from? And from my own personal capacity, when I was ill, you're not going to get the answers. Mm. There's no one that's going to be able to say it's because of this. Mm. So right now, it's accepting the situation and what we can do to live with this. And that's what matters. So be there, support each other in any way possible. No contact, but as Prashant said, deliver new online deliveries of medication and whatever
0: it mm. is. All right, Vila, we will be uh, chatting to you in a little while. We've got uh, lots of messages coming through on WhatsApp and uh, lots of voice notes. You are keeping Tashlin very busy, I see. Tashlin, uh, you want to go through those messages? Oh, and I see we got uh, a nice positive one there.
2: Yes, Sharon from Westcliff says, I am recovering from COVID 19. It's been 15 days today. She says she had followed all the protocols but still uh, contracted it. She's taking all the medication and home remedies and hope that she will be well on her way to recovery. Well, we wish you. all the best on behalf of yes, the Hispanic Talk team. Yes, all the best, Sharon. Anonymous says, my family passed away with COVID this week and the coffin was taken out to the yard for 45 minutes. Condolences to you and your family there. Well, I think that um, if the coffin, if the body was sealed in the body bag, then it is uh, allowed to be put out mm, in because you're for. asking
0: if it's legal and unfortunately it is legal the coffin is not supposed to be opened in certain cir- circumstances and uh, if the person has passed away if the body is sealed then sometimes the coffin is opened it is brought into the family yard at some times but uh, some funeral homes are actually taking it to another level and just making it a drive-by funeral so you stand there you do your little prayers and uh, the car moves off or alternately it's brought into the family home so so yes, it's up to you not to maintain contact or not to get into contact with the uh, dead body. And uh, you need to maintain a social distance. And unfortunately... Those aunties and uncles that normally come to funerals will not be
2: allowed to come. It'll just be the immediate family. Tashlin? And I think that you do need to heed to that call, even if it is your loved one. And we understand how hard it is to not say your final goodbyes to that person. It is business unusual. We are living in this sort of era now. And I think that uh, just to keep you and your family safe, you have to make a few sacrifices. Another one coming through from Shanilka Miraj. She says, I wish you guys a happy new year and appreciate appreciate Lotus. Well, Happy New Year to you. She says she always uses her mask when she's out. Only when she's eating, she does not. I live in Stanga and it's a high risk area and she's lost so many loved ones due to COVID-19. Another one coming through and it's uh, directed to Salma. She says your passion and commitment during this pandemic is commendable. The world needs more people like your team, Velo, as well. Mrs. Mm. Davinda receiving some So
0: well done to you, Velo. You're getting some commendation there.
2: She says well well done (laughs) (laughs) to you and the team of doctors. Doctors that are committed during this time and who seek no okay. financial financial gains from your tireless efforts. Okay. Another one, anonymous message coming through who says, I think we should go back to level 5. Even though we are on level 3, it's still increasing rapidly and there's so much of people moving around and nothing. They are being so selfish and risking their families' lives. More messages are coming through. Um, Salvin says, I have a good news story. I saved my entire family by having my, my domestic yeah, worker tested after she indulged in a birthday party and had alcohol. On noticing her voice, I received advice from my doctor friends who warned me to have her tested, and the result was positive, and he sent her home, so thus thanking God that he had a good news story for preventing his family and himself from contracting COVID-19. Kogi Reddy says, my nephew died with COVID. It'll be five months for Mudli Selan, and still people are not putting the mask on, but as for me, I always put my mask. Even if I'm outside, I put my mask on because I want to protect you and your family and your mask protects me and my family. That message from Kogi. Well done, Kogi. In Verulum, Another message coming through here. It says, um, Good day. All the best for the new year. I'm a medic in Escort. and last year, August, I was positively infected whilst on duty, admitted in hospital and ICU. However, I did recover and I had a short breaths at the time. Well, we are glad to hear that you did survive. And thank you for all your work during this time, a frontline healthcare worker there. Another message coming through. Good day to Salma Tashlin and our guest, Velo-Governor. I have been saddened to hear about many of the my great musician friends and family that have passed on due to this virus. My greatest concern is I work for a provincial hospital and hear about the deaths of my fellow colleagues. I feel really sorry for the nurses and doctors who are in direct contact with COVID patients. Many are testing positive, but she asked a question as to, oh, it's a Mr. Governor who asked, why is government not providing vaccines to healthcare workers as priority as they needed in saving lives? Well, the government are in the process of procuring those vaccines and it is expected in the second quarter of this year. That's according to the um, Health Department of South Africa. So we're just going to have to wait on that one.
0: Definitely, I like that message. People need to wash their masks every day and treat it like it's
2: underwear. That is definitely true. If you're not wearing a surgical (laughs) mask, if it's a cloth one, make sure that you wash it and also iron it properly. There's also a very good um, initiative to try and kill the virus that may be in it.
0: You know, most of my masks now are actually getting the elastic is getting a little stretched so I need to get myself some new masks Mm -hmm. so just check that your mask is fitting you properly um, Mm -hmm. before you uh, continue on and yeah maybe we are suffering from COVID fatigue Willow
3: oh believe me yes we are suffering from COVID fatigue people and lots of family friends clients that I speak on a daily basis are exhausted you know it's been we've never there's no manual or we can google to say how do you do this you know what is the right way and it's just hearsay. So coming back to the whole thing that we, you've discussed earlier as well, Tashlin, as well, mm. about we cannot do what we used to before, like going to the funerals, having birthdays, having functions, having, celebrating, you know, milestones in your life. Unfortunately, it's come to that point where we just cannot. We have to internalize this now and within yourself know that, you know what, the question here is, do I become a selfish person? Cause that's what we're asking. Is that what we're asking people to become selfish?
0: Hmm.
3: Now, here again, selfish doesn't have to be a bad thing. In this pandemic, it can be good to be a little bit selfish to take care of your emotional, your mental, and your physical well-being. You know, and um, not just for yourself, but also by being selfish you're caring for the next person. Excellent. You must have obviously in the media as well has reflected a lot about infections. And Mm -hmm. initially when this started, we spoke a lot about the elderly being compromised. Yes, that was correct.
0: It's the young people. Yeah, yeah uh, one of children. the children. One of the ones that actually, you know, physically made me numb. I didn't know what mm. feeling to feel. I, it wasn't mm. shock. It wasn't sadness. It was just mm-hmm. n- no feeling. It was Dinesh uh mm. Naidu, who mm. uh, is one of the PRs that we we in the media circles have worked with mm. quite well, and uh, that was actually quite a shock because we d- we didn't even know he was ill. We didn't mm. even know what happened to him. And there you go, boom. Five days mm. later, he's dead. Mm. So how do, how do we deal with something like that? You know, where we have a young person, and this guy was only 40 years old, eh? Uh, uh, how, that's young uh, for me, you know, even though, uh, you know, we might be heading to middle age and things. But how do we actually deal with that? Because he is a young, fit, healthy person. Um, he loved his vegetarian meals. Uh, he would know he was very healthy. He used to go to gym often. He was quite devoted as well. How do we deal with something like that where it's just... Just like that. Someone's gone.
3: Hap- you know, besides the COVID, you just look at just generally as well in the younger population, where youngsters are dying of heart attacks. They are just dropping. And you ask, and cancer just being diagnosed and stage four and within a month or two, we are losing good people and young people as well. How do we deal with the trauma? And that's the question is that it's difficult. It's very, very difficult. We go back to your roots. We have to go back to values, to our spirituality, our religion. We, we we need something to latch onto. And right now, as I said, you know by you know getting into some kind of support groups, talking to therapists, or even family members, latch onto anything that is going to give you some kind of peace in dealing with the situation. It's very, very traumatizing, and it's, it is not going to go away. You know, to lose somebody, you know, it's easy to say, oh, it's enough, it's over. It's never going to be over. You know, I, I always, you know, I sit with something with, with clients that have been lost, especially during COVID, where they, some clients have not even got to see their family members, uh, you know, attend the funeral because they themselves were sick. Okay. Villa, we're to going to become...
0: Milo, we're going to uh, come to you in a short while. We just have a throng of messages coming through on WhatsApp and uh, (laughs) they're keeping Tassel very busy. Uh, Let's take a short break now. This is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM. We're talking about how to deal with those infected and affected by COVID-19. It's a brand new year, but yes, the virus has followed us into the new year. We'll be back right after this. Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd
1: Paul families including those with children are seen shopping in busy areas even amid the COVID-19 pandemic should greater care be taken and what about those who shop without masks
3: I feel personally that one family member should go safer than sorry the children should stay at home all I could say if you love your kids you'll keep them safe at home
1: this is the thing I don't know why people are always getting offended when you reprimand the next person for putting on their mask I mean it doesn't make any sense come on guys
3: Share yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 the experience. I'm Sisez Yalala, the Premier of Kwazulu Natal. Please receive our humble and best wishes for 2021. May the year ahead bring you joy, success, and fulfill your dreams. 2020 has been a difficult year for everyone because of the COVID-19 pandemic. As we welcome the promise of the new year, Let us remain vigilant. This means that we must celebrate responsible by strictly adhering to safety regulations to stop the spread of the virus. The government of KwaZulu-Natal has a clear plan to revitalize the economy and restore hopes in the lives of the citizens. We need to embrace the new normal of living with the virus. While at the same time, we accelerate radical economic transformation to serve all the people of KwaZulu-Natal. Once again, Happy New Year and a prosperous 2021.
0: After almost 19 minutes to one right now This is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM With me, Salma Patel And Tashla Naidu is standing by To take all your WhatsApp messages We're asking Louis Pele To please send up send us his WhatsApp message But he insists that we call him Uncle Louis We only have one phone line available And uh, we have the guest on the line So if you want to partake in the programme Please do WhatsApp us The number is 071-613-7803 We have Velo Governor Who is a qualified social worker And pre- and post counselor who's been working with covid-19 patients and their families so those that have been infected and affected with covid-19 and also how do you deal you know you're a friend or, or or you know someone standing on the outside and you hear that someone so young has passed away how do you deal with something like that let's start off by looking at the figures today and uh, it's 16,726 new cases that have been identified since the last report this is from the health department itself. So this represents a positivity rate of 33.4%. And let's find out more about the total recoveries are now sitting at 887,701, representing a recovery rate of 82.6%. That's still, if you took it in school terms, we know when, when I was in school, that was considered an A+. plus. <laughs> so, yes, there, there are some that are recovering, but unfortunately, more and more people are succumbing to COVID-19 complications. Willow, is there help? Is uh, doctors on call still available for those who need the help?
3: Well, you know, at the moment, we, we just leave with each other and we refer patients, you know. So um, for now, we don't actually have a hotline that we've put in place. So I could give you my number and then we could link our patients, you know, and people thereafter to the relevant service providers and to see what they could offer patients, you know, whether it be, uh, doctors or nurses. Mm or even physiotherapists that actually do come home and do
0: physio for the infected patients. Mm, okay, mm. Uh, let's give us your number at the end of the program and yeah. I won't give it out on air. We'll actually send it to, to those who request it because I know mm-hmm. you're going to be inundated <laughs> with lots of people wanting help and assistance during this mm-hmm. difficult time. Um, mm-hmm. How do we actually support those um, um, people when they ask for practical tips to boost immunity when you really have the virus?
3: Okay, well, I'm not a medical doctor, okay? But I work within this healing community, and from a biopsychosocial aspect is what I have exposure with. So there are a couple of lessons that I have incrementally uh, engaged with, um, and I know we've obviously heard this over and over again, but lots have been posted about, you know, things like drink your hot water, inhale steam with clothes, in the sun for half an hour, uh, consciously deep breathing, Uh, meditation, drinking your turmeric and ginger and hot water about that in moderation as well exercise within your home environment take your vitamins, eat healthily, Uh, some have even started doing simple things like dancing baking, whatever it takes you owe it to yourself to do this
0: and I know that the the concoction you were mentioning, um, (laughs) there was one with lemon, uh, turmeric powder and uh, ginger that you boil Mm -hmm. in water or steep in Mm. water and sip Uh, Mm. as hot as possible uh, during the day.
3: Yeah, but for what I've been told, turmeric as well but in very moderate moderate amounts, not excessive, like a teaspoon, maybe just a pinch. Yeah. Because you could also have their side effects to that. So anything for that whether whatever we do generally in life, it has to be done in moderation. We have to have a balance. But I think if we can take all this said, and you know, whatever people say right now, as I said to you earlier as well, Mm. we have no idea what is right and what is wrong. We, do, we don't know. and all we, we really do not
0: know. And all and we know they, from the health department is that we have to take non-pharmaceutical interventions, like wearing a mask.
3: Wear the mask. Wear the mask, sanitize, social distancing, uh, you know, stay at home. And I know people are, are quite exhausted, as we said. They're exhausted with hearing this because we're doing all this, but we're still getting, the numbers are still escalating. So what more do we do? What more are we supposed to do? Just continue, the mm. exhaustion will happen. You are going to get frustrated. You are going to miss not being with your family members and sharing special occasions. However, you just have to persist. It's the only, only way.
0: Well, I was actually quite excited because as the big daughter-in-law, I didn't have to cook biryani this year on New Year's Ah. Day. So I got away with it. (laughs) Okay, it's coming up to almost uh, 14 minutes to 1 right now. This is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM. We're going to be talking to Velo Governor in a short while. And if you'd like her number, please do WhatsApp us. We will give you that number uh, uh, on the WhatsApp if you need any assistance as well. Uh, Let's go quickly to the WhatsApp lines because, have lots and lots of messages coming in through tashlin
2: too many messages are coming please
0: to please ha- we want to hear you so this is your talk show platform let's
2: ha- let's hear what you have to say chapter two bizarre let's hear what you have to say
1: to you and the listeners and your guests and your team look we have 400 deaths averaging 400 deaths daily from the second wave so in a month we're going to lose like twelve thousand people if the vaccines only going to be available in june july we bound to lose sixty thousand people and these are only known cases the home deaths is something the government does not reveal as they do not
2: have the stats so please south africans this is for real as you navigate your way through this virus please do not display fear rather be aware of your surroundings Thank you so much from Chapter 2.
0: Thanks, Chapter 2. Very unusual name there. I like the word you used, navigate. Yeah, it's a bit of a journey, uh, more like a marathon, uh, not so much a sprint. So there's no end in sight, as you heard Vilo telling us. And uh, yeah. Uh, uh, chapter 2 was mentioning the amount of deaths. At the la- last reporting, the Health Department had reported that it's 418 more COVID-19-related deaths that have been reported. And uh, the Eastern Cape, there were 66 people who succumbed. Uh, the Free State was 8, Gauteng 66 as well, and in KwaZulu, Natal. 134 KZN what are you doing wrong Mpumalanga had uh, 6 deaths and the Western Cape reported uh, 138 so almost on par there The KwaZulu-Natal and the Western Cape uh, on par. It brings the number of total detected deaths to 28,887 but like I said the good point is that the recovery rate is 82.6% and this is the revelation that I'm making today I myself have beaten. COVID-19. I have recovered. We did have it, uh, some of our family members as well. And yeah, here I am with you now and uh, strong enough and healthy enough to bring you this particular program. And I tell you, uh, Vilo, it was the mental anguish that got to me really it was uh, how mm-hmm. do we how do we actually deal with something like that because you are actually made to feel like a criminal yourself <laughs> like uh, you know you're following all the protocols like one of the um, one of the listeners had said and you are putting yourself you know uh, uh, playing it safe all the time but here you are and your colleagues and you know your friends and family around you say oh my god what have you done wrong so how do you deal with that <laughs> mental anguish Plus, you know, the non-support that you are getting from people who want to basically just trash you at this time. Mm.
3: It comes back to you as an individual, Salma. I think what we found out in COVID is how important we are ourselves as individuals. That yes, this has happened to us. We've had no control of it. How it's happened, we don't know, right? But it has. But the thing is that you need to rely on yourself to get through this. What is it that you can do? you know, in terms, and I, I brought up earlier on as well, in terms of connecting with your spirituality. Yes. In terms of prayer, meditation, uh, joining some kind of chat group or some, you know, where people are talking positiveness and where you can obviously get that support, linking or, or getting hold of some kind of therapist that will be able to assist you in this time. Because remember, this whole stigma of this isolate. You know, it's considered a bad thing. And Mm. now we all now come to believe that. And then when you are infected, even worse, that now you are considered this so-called bad person.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the
3: stigma. It's it's, it's so up to you. It really does come. And I think for you to just realize that at some point, it's not me.
0: Mm. It's
3: not me. This has happened. I have to just accept this and do what's necessary so you have support if you have if you don't have support and i and really my heart goes out to those that don't have the support because really they are there are a lot of people that are alone in this Mm. and i'm sure people listening to us now are probably going to the very same thing as well those that are even positive that are all alone are left to deal with this how do you how are you supposed to get through? take it one at the time. Dama. I won't
0: lie to you Vilo, as I, I think back uh, when, when I was actually infected with COVID-19 I mm-hmm. do think back and I think, yo, I wasted so much of energy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, worrying so worrying mm-hmm. was actually the main thing that made me sicker mm-hmm. than I should have mm-hmm. been.
3: You know, the worry is there, so You know what, it's normal to worry, it's normal to have fear, it's normal to be angry, blame. it's all normal to feel those emotions. However, you know, at some point, you have to come to that realization that, okay, I've got this. I need to accept this. And now what is the best I can do to try and get through this? And you've got to work on your mind constantly. You Do you know when if you talk to yourself, you literally have to openly talk to yourself.
0: Mm. And that's talk how I became yourself. my best friend.
3: It, you have to. You have to talk to yourself. Write down things. I find journaling helps. Journaling with, doesn't have to be a book, piece of paper, anything. Just make notes about how you feel. Write it down. Just write down your anger because maybe you're feeling ashamed to go and talk to somebody mm. that they may consider you as being weak. So put down how you exactly feel in a piece of paper. And then you know what? Take
0: it, burn it. Mm, mm, burn it. Mm. And you I, know, like, and the
3: of, and now, I right? like the point I'm you mentioned
0: I like the point you mentioned about meditation as well because I found comfort in uh, some of the religious songs and you know religious yes. prayers that actually go on I found a closeness yes. to Shiva I found a closeness to Allah as well and mm. this is what actually got me through and when I speak to people that have been infected and affected by COVID-19, I mean, when, when I tell them, I, th- I think I do understand what you're going through. They, they, I know it's, it's like cotton wool on the ears. It means nothing mm-hmm. to them now. But, mm-hmm. Velo, we're running out of things to say. No, what more so can so we as say? You
3: said, the meditation and, you know, connecting, that I found on a personal capacity, even when I was in hospital, that I would have colleagues that would send me certain links to certain mantras and uh, songs. That hmm. I eventually would just download and my earphones on, and I would listen to. It. I'd actually fall off asleep listening to them, and that's how I managed to get through it. Okay, so, we look- remember, you're all alone in this.
0: Villo, we've got some uh, some last-minute messages coming in through, so we're going to come to you shortly just to wrap up the program. We are heading to 5 to 1 right now. This is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM. Tashlin is taking a look at your WhatsApp voice notes and messages. Tash, very quickly.
2: Well, we do have this one coming through from Vino from Vimla Pele, who says a big thank you to Villo Gavinda. She says she's also a social worker, but she's based in Cape Town. She offers her condolences to the Sivan Samuel family. She says he, she is in Cape Town, doesn't have their contact details, but Mr. Samuel was um, a big part of their family when um, their brother was murdered in the 1990s and he gave them his counsel, support and care at no cost. Well, we are glad to hear that. Another one coming through from Roshni. he says, um, good afternoon. Thanks for the show. And indeed, very grateful. We are senior citizens. Look forward to the show. Well, we are here to offer you our services. And so
0: many flowers, Roshni. Thank you so much for, the, for those virtual bunches of flowers.
2: This one coming through. I think it's important to inform people about the debts. This makes people think about their actions. This it's message. A, yeah, that's a foreign number. Who's who's it from? Thiru Mudali.
0: Okay, Thiru. Thank you very much for your message. But tell us where you, you're sending us your message from, Thiru, because it looks like uh, some uh, number that's from another country.
2: Taslin? We have a voice note coming through from Stephen Naidu. Good afternoon, sir.
1: My name is Karu. I'm Steve Naidu from Kantan those that don't need to leave the house and go anywhere can do without it, do without it, state and wear a mask, especially to our city citizens like me. Be indoors and be safe. And my condolence to those loved ones. Sorry, I don't.
2: Thank you so much for that message, Stephen. Another one coming through from a healthcare worker. Hi, my name is Vishnu and um, I'm a former paramedic and uh
1: from what i know is that i i do use a mask and i follow all protocols but uh the problem is when we're breathing out and we're breathing back in we're taking back the carbon dioxide which causes people to become dizzy and drowsy can you advise further for those who don't know um we were supposed to breathe in oxygen and give off carbon dioxide. So the carbon dioxide is getting trapped in the mask and we're breathing it back in. Uh, please advise further. Thank you, Vishnu. Bele no,
2: I think, sir, that you washing the masks and ironing them are going to have to be your best bet at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: and so- As a, as a health care worker yourself, I mean... We've got uh, uh, medical practitioners and healthcare workers and nurses that are forced to to stay in PPE, uh, and that's their protective gear in the hospitals when they are treating COVID 19 patients. I don't see them complaining about the oxygen. I mean, they have to wear masks on a daily daily basis. We're the ones who are out in the open doing all the wrong things, uh, not wearing masks and spreading the infection and, and burdening the healthcare system. So uh, yeah, I think that's a moot point that was actually um, um, you know. Dis- banded or debunked when the first wave came, when people were complaining oh I have to wear a mask and I can't get oxygen yeah you can get oxygen it's material ma, it's not plastic you can breathe through it. Okay Tashlin take us through more there.
2: We have this one coming through from Ian, a tribute to Alvin Naidu he says who is his younger brother, well he is Alvin Naidu's younger brother, we miss you so much especially at this time of celebrations over the festive period, we love you Alvin and we'll always live on in our memories, condolences to you you and your family, Ian. Um, this one coming through um, from Rose Hari Pasad, wishing the Lotus Landers a very prosperous new year.
0: All the way from Shippies, huh?
2: Sushila from Johannesburg says, thanks for the great show. My heart goes out to the loved ones that have passed on. Please, please, people, wear your mask. Another one coming through from... This person's name is also
0: for Arad. a foreign number. Yes, like thank
2: you for the great program. Yeah. He says, I "Just want to thank all the healthcare workers, and a special thank you goes out to my doctor Neville Moodley from the Health Works, Carl Wall, who has been working tirelessly during this difficult year. May God keep him and his family safe."
0: Okay, well, that's all we have time for, unfortunately. Uh, let's go to Willow. Just a quick uh, thirty-second round up there, Willow. Uh, tell us uh, how, how, some tips now for those infected affected by COVID-19.
3: Thank you, Selma. The reality is that we are faced with this pandemic and it's not going anywhere at the moment. It comes down to us as an individual to make an adjustment to a new way of life, you know, to change our habits and our mindsets and to cope with the challenges that we encounter daily and to move the goalposts and make the necessary adjustment, obviously, and to accommodate and coexist with this COVID. You know, if you positive, please take the responsibility of informing those that you've been in contact with so that they can take the precautions. And uh, you know, and if you, for those of you that are COVID positive at the moment and, and in a state of fear and uncertainty, and you just want this to be over, please stay strong, stay positive. I know it's difficult, but there have been so many miraculous recoveries and I'm sure you will get there at some point.
0: Thank you very much, Velo Governor, our guest on Newsbreak Talk this afternoon, qualified social worker and pre- and post-operative counsellor who's giving us practical tips on uh, how to deal with people infected and affected by COVID-19 and support those who have also had loved ones who've passed away. Like I've mentioned in the programme, I'm a survivor. Yeah, well, I had COVID-19 and I actually survived it. And here I am with you right now, healthy and much more wiser than I was about COVID-19. So yes, you can beat COVID-19 if you do have it. All you have to do is ensure your immunity is boosted take your medication on time and uh, make sure that you get some uh, healthy uh, sun sunlight to walk around and also um, it's very very important to keep your airways as clear as possible. Do those little things that we normally do. The turmeric powder, the lemon the ginger steeped in water um, you also have to take a little bit of salt to gargle your throat right at the back of your throat and these are tips that are you know flying around everywhere there must be some truth to it if it's actually. Actually helped us so far. Thank you very much to our team this afternoon. Uh, that's uh, Tashlin Naidu, who was uh, with me in studio, and Talisha Naidu for the production of the program today. They're not related. <laughs> Chartmaster Varshan Sukhan is up next, but before that, we have Tracy Velitham with the news at one o'clock. I'm Salma Patel. This is Newsbreak Talk on Lotus FM. If you've missed the program, it will be on Iono.fm. Click on the Newsbreak tab. From me, have a great day in the company of Lotus FM. I know I will.